Hello, thank you for coming to the 14th episode of San Pellegrino podcast run by May. This podcast is going to be about my self-reflection of things I did not have an output for, such as the late night thoughts I had in mind. There has been so many things happening everywhere while everyone is trying to get back to regular regular life. We're living with COVID around and I... I already had a pre-recorded episode of when I got slapped by a stranger back in like middle school but I feel like it wasn't the best timing for that kind of story to be out there so I've recorded another one here. Um, to be honest, nothing that ha- um, that happened in the past week or two is completely new or like striking but Sarah's disappearance, um, racist comment by the royal family, xenophobia or xenophobia um, against Asian community and police brutality. Uh, they're not anything new but they were things that were historically problematic and it's taking too many years to even speak about it um it's really coincidental when i said last week about having to walk in the middle of the road if it's dark out because i felt unsafe and this this situation is pretty different compared to london but even miles away from london it's sad to hear that some people still have other reasons to defend the guy who killed sarah and the guy who ended up killing eight people um because of the racism and they were comments on instagram that were defending the police and i really don't know what to say about that um especially since i'm going back to london again these are the things i wish i would not have heard about (laughs) before going back and i'm not gonna i'm gonna talk briefly about harry and megan's interview first um then sarah's disappearance and hate crimes against east asians what agents in general because i know that everyone has been talking about it and you probably are tired of hearing about it but sometimes i just have have to take a moment and then think about it and then let it out when it needs to with regards to Hari and uh, Megan's interview, I have certain things to say when it comes to that because I don't know if that aligns with any everyone's opinion, but I completely understand when uh, before anything before I, I say anything, I completely understand that when the media portrays um, Megan as the outsider and the unprofessional royal family member the entire time she was in the UK. It's so stressful and depressing and I completely understand that her situation um, made her have had um, suicidal thoughts. But some comments in the interview didn't sound all, I guess, responsible. I don't know the term to describe it, but I don't... They were, they were people that were surprised about how one of the family, um, royal family member has made comments about Archie's skin color and how the royal family must have been racist but it wasn't new at all um the royal family has so much history in accepting slavery and colonization and just power in general that i don't think megan and harry speaking up about it would do anything to that history and i feel like there's much more racism in the states explicitly and if they were moving to the states because of that i don't know if that's necessarily like true 
um, don't take it seriously. But I feel like there was just part of her that expected the royal family life being more luxurious and free, even though in reality the royal family is very nationalistic and very altruistic. Wait, altruist, uh, altruism. Well, yeah, whatever that. Yeah, you you know what I mean. But I don't think that was something new to hear. And I understand there's so many problems behind closed doors and the imperialistic aspect of the royal family. But I don't know the interview did anything but to make them more of a celebrity than addressing the bigger problem of racism in the system in the UK. Like there was one story about how like Meghan um, cried because of the comments made by Kate. But when I looked up what the fight was about, I it was just it was it was a stalking whether whether um, Charlotte has had to wear tights under the dress or not, and I I don't know. I, she she obviously didn't say the problem. Well, the the what they were talking about. When I looked it up, what the news was about, I was like. Um, um i don't know i don't really feel that i i feel like that was such a privileged thing to even bring up as a topic i don't know how to really explain that i don't know but well i felt like there was more emphasis towards their personal security issues and the title of whether Archie would have a title or not, um, then the actual long-term issue in the UK about racism and what they need to do about it. But that's just my opinion. Moving on. Condolences to Sarah's family and her friends. I don't know how, if like if I lost a friend of mine or if I like just knew that this would happen to any of my friends it would be so heartbreaking um yeah i mean it's not anything new but the news and the statistic that showed that almost everyone was sexually harassed everyone that's a girl was um sexually harassed brought everyone's attention because it became sort of a reminder that this could happen to anyone and um after i read the articles about it um she was doing everything she was supposed to be doing like calling her boyfriend on the way back i always do that if i had to be on the phone like i i always i'm always on the phone if i'm not feeling safe enough in the dark and i don't i don't know i don't want this problem as a reason why i don't feel comfortable to live permanently in london but it really is i'm not saying that sexual harassment doesn't happen to people in japan it is one of the issues that happened to a lot of high schoolers in japan for me. but for me i was lucky that i never experienced a huge problem with safety in japan because i can always come back to my home with my parents and i even if i was paranoid about it um I, I talked about it with my um, sister as well, but we both never was sexually harassed in, on the trains or anything in Tokyo, which was very lucky for us. But yeah, um, and I do still think that it is one of the safest uh, safest places to live in, in for me as a Japanese. But in London, I experienced catcalls that were actually disgusting and racist comments that I tried to ignore. And all of a sudden, I just don't want to be anymore um they be there anymore the most used public transport tube and the bus is not really safe um in my opinion that is where i was like grabbed by this drunk guy um and 
I uh, and then that was where also people were explicitly racist towards me when COVID started going around. What also upset me the most after everyone started to talk about this issue is that there were barely any comments by guys under those posts that were addressing the problem. I think I reposted one of the girl um, girls IGTV about what people could do about it, but zero comment from the guys i tried to look through but i couldn't find any and i understand that not every guy is an activist uh, activism what activist on instagram but female solidarity can't fight against the issue until the guys get involved in it and i think the topic is really interconnected with feminism but calling it a girl's problem isn't going to act on anything and i think it's also a huge problem in university life i think and how um, patriarchy is embedded in in like education growing up and from my guys stories i just hear so many problematic comments about girls and how they how they like what kind of girls they look into and it is as if if it is treated as a controlling manner if i actually speak up about it to those problematic boys and but then and then like uncomfortable comment is uncomfortable you know the type of frat boys you would find at university like american universities or like that the type of the stereotype of the frat boys you can find that anywhere like the type that would make problematic comments about around guys but then act innocent in front of the girls and the type that makes uncomfortable situations for girls and still not guilty for it um it was more explicit in the UK for me because there were so many guys that genuinely believed in patriarchy and probably grew up in households that were like that. But every detail, when every detail was revealed about um, um, Sarah was on like International Women's Day. And I can tell some of the guys that I, I'm probably not close with are thinking like, oh, it's just another girl post. It's another girl empowerment post. And that guy, um, and that the guy looking at the activism on Instagram wouldn't even care about it is just so annoying. I, I mean, I don't have any friends that are explicitly ex- um, sexist, but the society issue like this one bothers me so much. Um, today's 18th of March, by the way, I woke up with the news from Atlanta where a- 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 um, Asians were, Amer- well, Asian Americans were shot by a white dude that was, re- that was reported to have a bad day. The fact that it is not surprising is so upsetting. Uh, it should not be happening on a daily basis. When I did the POC episode, I did Out of the Boo and I wasn't very emotional or at the time there weren't specific big like tragedies that happened. So I wasn't talk I was talking more about the way people were using the the P- the term POC so casually. But now it is some it was something that needs more consideration. Um before this happened, there were so many comments on how East Asians or Asian as a whole, which is wrong in the first place, can be treated the same as white people sometimes. But ultimately, Asians are not white. And it was disgusting the way people in London looked at me on the bus to work because of COVID and how distinguished Asians were before, well, 
well after COVID, I understand the problem. Like you know, there were comments about like a WHO um, not treating it as an as a Asian virus or whatever. But I understand the problem with WHO not really finding out about the virus is a whole new topic. But when it is just general citizens that are attacked for on a daily basis for their race, I hate hearing about it.、Um, I mean, I、uh, this is kind of off topic. Maybe, maybe not. But back when I was in middle school, I guess I was unintentionally whitewashing myself to ad- adjust to more of the Western culture because it was an international school in China, but the education system was very much like an American school. Well, I'm I'm not sure if it's. Well, I I don't think I think it is nothing like the one in the states, but it's also in the middle. Like it's nothing like an, an Asian education, but also not an American enough education. I don't know, but I did like those like trends that were more Western cultured, and um, it was I didn't really talk about my cultural customs or the things that would make me different from my white friends. Now, um, now that I think about it, even if I spoke about. Spoke up about it. They wouldn't make fun of me for it or treat differently because they obviously knew that I was very Japanese, but acted like not one, like not like the stereotype, I guess. So I feel like I knew the feeling of white passing, even though I wasn't white, and I don't even know what I'm saying now.、Um, but at the end of the day, um, ah.、Uh, I don't know how to say. I don't know how to describe this feeling when I hear those、um, xenophobia, well, xenophobia, xenophobia、um, against Asian is、um, is just so harmful. And I, because I experienced the living in、um, China, being in international school where people pay so much to be in it. I sort of understood the idea of the model minority myth, where Asians are more successful and wealthy. And I have met so many people that were extremely rich. I can't deny that. But when those Asians are put geographically in a white-dominant community, any Asian with disregarding the economic situation is discriminated, and not everyone is aware of it.、Um, The model minority myth excludes so many aspects of Asian people, and it is so false. Yet there is so little understanding of it. Like I, I always felt like me being Asian was put in this imaginary hierarchy that I wasn't part of in the、um, white community.、Um, I don't think it was. It, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think it is making any sense right now. But I. Don't understand how we are so simply and easily discriminated because of the way the media historically portrayed Asia wrong and how people perceived from the limited information, like movies, to act like it. I think the racism is one of the few worries that my parents have when I when it comes to me going back to London, even though I will probably definitely go back. Um, I hated it when like COVID started going around and there were violence involved against Asian u- university students in London that would have been me, that could have been me in the situation. And、uh, the the recent post about the Asian professor in the UK attacked when he was jogging made me feel weak because 
even for Asians that were per- like that were permanently res- resided in the UK, are still attacked for how they look. And I really was going to talk about cancel culture today, but but I had to put this out there for future reference if I ever go back trying to know what I felt or what I feel now later on. Um, right now, because I am in Tokyo, I feel completely fine. But if those things happening would limit my future decisions outside of Tokyo, it's sad that I can't do anything about it. Because I love being in London, but that is. Yeah, but. That's for today's episode.、Um, thank you for listening if you have made it till this far. And follow the podcast, Sample Green Up 20. And. Leave me a review if you can. I mean, you don't have to, but on Apple Podcasts. And see you on my next episode. Bye.